everybody on the anime interwebs. It is so great to have you back. My name's Mary, and you are listening to another spanking episode of your favorite anime d- podcast. This is Anime Double Play. I am here. Thomas is not. I'm here to do a spin, a fun Mary edition on one of Thomas's episodes ideas, interviews with anime noobs. So get excited. Buckle up, because I am here, quarantine day 57, with my roommate, Michaela. Say hi. Hi. And we are going to talk about some anime for your earbuds, so get excited. Um, we watched a really famous anime movie, which I won't spoil for you right now. You'll have to listen to find out. And uh, we're going to see what this total anime noob thought of it. So, thank you for joining us today, Michaela. You're very welcome. I, I really had to travel far. Yes. <laughs> uh, the the listeners who listen often have heard of you, but they have not heard you. Oh, no. So, um, <laughs> what did you tell them? I don't say anything bad. <laughs> I just say, like, if I do something, I'm like, oh, with my roommate. So Thomas has been doing this with um, a, his roommate's a lot recently they're actually doing one tonight and they're watching a crazy movie they're watching perfect blue which is like a psychological thriller like gore like it's absolutely insane it's a for it's a satoshi khan film for those of you who know the director of millennium actress paprika which inspired inception and um tokyo godfather is one of my favorite movies so he's watching that what we watched i think is much tamer not super tame, because there's a lot in the movie we're going to talk about, but Perfect Blue is bonkers. Um, so yeah, we're both doing it at the same time. He doesn't know we're doing this, though, so I'll just like be like, oh, I did one too, and then it'll be fine. Um, so yeah, how's your week going? Everything good? Yeah, I mean, it's early in the week, so I think we had a nice weekend. We had fun this weekend. Yeah. Um, and it's the same day. It's the same thing every day. It is. It really is. I, you said today, the day of the week, and I was like, oh, I forgot. Yeah. I just I don't keep track of the days anymore. It's, mm-hmm. it's what a time to be alive. Yes. Um, we do not post um, interview with anime news um, per week. So we kind of record it, and then we save it for if we need a filler. Mm -hmm. So hopefully when the viewer is listening to this, we will be out of quarantine. I sure hope so. But right now we're in it. Yeah. So um, hope you guys are washing your hands, even if you're out of quarantine. But um, so let's just dive right in before we go into the movie. Just want to talk a little bit about you and your anime experience, because I know a lot of it started. um, We were roommates in college, and it's a bit hard to not notice with me when you've lived with me for such a long time. So, um, But I do know that you had a little bit of manga experience earlier on, so I was wondering if you could dive into like where, where it started. As in, it didn't really start. Michaela isn't like an anime fan. She doesn't like watch anime. She watches it with me sometimes, but she would never like go out of her way. Correct me if I'm wrong. You don't see an anime and goes, oh, that looks good. I'm going to watch it. That's true, but there's a reason. <laughs> yeah, and that's why we're here. <laughs> um, so growing up, I didn't really watch anime or cartoons in, besides like the Disney princess movies because my dad is very anti cartoons and animation for reasons I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Um, And sexist. 
Because he only let you watch princess movies. Well, I think it was just hard <laughs> to keep your kids from watching Beauty and the Beast when it's when they're yeah. a kid and stuff. Um, so I just didn't grow up watching it, so it's just not the first thing I go toward. Mm-hmm. I tend to gravitate towards things with real-life actors, which is kind of funny because you don't mm-hmm. gravitate that way. Um, so sometimes it's hard for us to find stuff to watch together. But I will say, when I was a kid, and my sister will support this 100%, I was probably about two or three, I was obsessed with Kiki's Delivery Service. I don't know where I first saw it, I don't know how I first interacted with it, but for the span of about a year of my life, I watched it probably almost every day. Mm. My sister, who's older than me, recalls this time period and just... I don't think she can watch that movie ever again because we watched it so often. So I I saw that as a kid, but I didn't see any other um, anime movies or shows or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when I was in maybe middle school, my cousin had the... um, The... uh, Was it Flower flower Basket? No, the Fruits Basket. (laughs) Flower Basket. You're watching. You're, you've been watching me play Final Fantasy VII for too long. Too many flowers. You've got the local florist on your mind. She's on everyone's minds. That and finding the uh, flowers for Egg Boy in Persona Five. Guys, aren't I doing great? Sculpting her into a promising human being. Anyway, so my cousin had the Fruits Basket anime books and lent them to my sister and I when we were kids. And so I read those a long mm-hmm. time ago, but I think Did before, you complete the entire series? I think so. Shit hits the fan. Yeah. At the end of Fruits Basket. Yeah. It's airing right now, and Thomas hasn't seen it. And he's like, this sucks. I'm like, shit hits the fan at the end. Like, keep going. Um, but I think that was kind of the extent of it before I met you freshman year. Life-changing. And I know. Now we've been friends for eight years, and it's a solid part of my life and our home decorum. Yes. So we would, um, we actually found a group of friends in college who were into anime, which was a new experience for me. Because in high school, I was always the odd one out. So it was interesting being, it was like the best thing ever being in a group and still having that group of friends who are total nerds and support anime and video games and like has the same emotional reactions to them as I do. So that's like amazing. Um, So we watched a lot of interesting stuff with Michaela in college. Of course, probably the highlight being Tari Tari. No. Um, which is one of, probably one of the worst anime of all time, I think. And yet um, you bought it for me for Christmas. Because, I mean, it, it's kind of like a game changer. In, it's awful. Um, if you guys remember, like, maybe a hundred episodes ago, Thomas and I, we wanted to trade bad anime. So we would watch the first three episodes of another, of a bad anime that one of us watched. And I had to watch, like, Mate Natsu no something. It was, like, Waiting in Summer. And I gave Thomas Tari Tari, and he never watched it. And I watched the first three episodes of that really bad anime, and he did not watch the first three episodes of Tari Tari. I'm kind of surprised you didn't give him Muko. Muko's not bad. Muko's kind of bad. The lovely Muko, Itoshi no Muko, is an amazing show. How dare you? Muko's great. But uh, we got Michaela into, she didn't finish all of, but Full Metal Alchemist. Yes. We um, were, I think we were watching Brotherhood. I don't think we were watching the actual. Yeah. Because right? isn't there two shows? There's two, but Brotherhood is like the canon actual. Yeah. We didn't finish it. We got 
through episode 30-something, though. We were watching it at our friend's house. Mm-hmm. Um, junior year? And so we'd only go and watch a bunch of episodes once or twice a month, I think. Yeah. So um, we're actually um, borrowing the manga from Ganon right now. So um, she's reading it, which is cool. She's, like, getting it two ways. Um, what else did we watch in college? What else did you watch all of? Orin. Orin High School Host Club, yes. I only recently watched the end. Mm-hmm. Because we watched it, what, junior year? Junior year, And yeah. senior year, because we, we watched it at the house. And I was like, every single time, we never finished it. And so I guess a couple months ago... We didn't want it to end. So we <laughs> never finished it. A couple months ago, it was brought up. And I was like, I never actually finished that. So we ended up watching the last, like, five episodes or something. I mean, you know I love Orange. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. And I know you saw parts of Angel Beats. I don't think you were there when we binged all of Anohana. It was at the hotel. It was. Yeah, I know. It was. I think it was literally everyone but you. I don't know where you were. I was probably studying because I took physics that year. Yeah, and I studied a lot. <laughs> um. So that's kind of Michaela's anime background, and um, she's seen Kiki's Delivery Service. We reach in, We recently watched Spirited Away, but you had seen that film before. Yes, we. Mm-hmm. I, did I watch that the first time in college, or did I watch it in high school? One of the two. Okay. And you've seen, um, you've come to a couple anime movies with my group, my gamer group of friends. You saw House Moving Castle. Yes. And I'd seen House Moving Castle before. Mm-hmm. That one, that's the one I saw. I had to see it for a class my senior year of high school. Hell yeah. And did you come to another movie with us? Yes. Uh, with the annoying kid. And the kid gets oh, to, y- yeah. M- Michaela came to Mirai. She saw Mirai with us. Yeah. Yes. I came for the popcorn, I'm going to be honest. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Movies, theater popcorn is just so good. I know, and Mirai was an okay movie. Not The kid was super annoying. The kid was super annoying. Not my favorite Imamura Hosoda's arsenal. You need to watch The Girl That Left Through Time. We will talk about that after this. Okay. Amazing. I will say, though, with Mirai, beautiful. Yeah. Like, the art was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the music was really good. I wrote a blog post about the music because I'm crazy. But, um, so, catapulting from the movies, she's seen, like, a lot of the, some of the classic Ghiblis. So, I figured, let's, that's me getting an email. I figured, let's show her another one. And we watched, um, Princess Mononoke for our anime movie night. Basically because... We were talking about, I ordered a lot of Ghibli posters for our mm-hmm. staircase that I need to frame and hang up, and I was picking all the good ones, and... Including Kiki's delivery service. Got Kiki's, um... Because she's the best. I got Kiki, Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, Nausicaa, The Wind Rises, I think I got five. Did you get five or six? No, I got six. Because I, I think it was buy three, get three. And How's Moving Castle. Of Duh. course, your favorite. My fave. So, um, we were talking about Ghibli movies, and I have all these ones I want to rewatch. I want to rewatch so bad um, from up on Poppy Hill. There's a lot of new ones that I haven't seen in the last six or eight years. And Michaela's like, you know, I've never been on your podcast. And I was like, yeah, you said, I've never been on, you know, you've had people on your podcast, and one of them hasn't been me. You literally said that. And I was like, we can change that. Do you want to watch something? And she was like, yeah, let's watch one of those movies. And Mike was here, and Mike wanted to watch Princess Mononoke. So I was like, all right, that's a good one. Let's do it. I mean, I still want to watch all the Studio Ghibli movies. Yes, 
And I have a lot of them on my Pluck server that, shout out to Sam, in the Discord, gave me access to because I'm pitiful, I guess, and I just need more anime in my life. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely watch those. I have a couple that even I haven't seen and really want to see. And we're going to rewatch Kiki because you gave that to me for either Christmas or my birthday. Yeah. Year, and, and I have it here. To, last year I saw Kiki in theaters. Wait, I still don't know where I was. I think you were home. I think you went to your parents' house. Oh, that's so disappointing. We, we watched it in Japanese, too. It was really interesting. Just, especially for you, for knowing the English movie so well, I bet watching it in Japanese and seeing, like, the different dialogue would have probably been, I love doing that. Whenever I watch something in English, I put the English translation of the Japanese subtitles on so I can look at the translation and localization differences because, again, I'm crazy. Well, you're doing that with the whatever you're watching right now. Yeah, I watched a lot of stuff today. Two movies. Turning into you. Watching a lot of movies. Hey. <laughs> so, um, let's jump into Princess Mon, okay? The, okay. uh, feature film of this episode. <laughs> feature film. Um, I guess the first question would be, did you like it? Yes. I should expand on that. Yes. And it, this is exactly what happened. So, we watched the movie, and I was like, okay, we watched the movie. It's over. The credits are rolling. We're all sitting in silence. And I'm like, did Michaela watch it? So I go, I turn it off. And Mike and I start talking about it. And Michaela doesn't say anything. And I'm like, Michaela, what did you think? She goes, it was interesting. And that's it. And then Mike and I continue to talk about it. And Michaela gets up and goes, I'm going to bed. Good night. And leaves. And I was like, oh, God. So I didn't even know if you liked it. Because we haven't talked, we watched it like three weeks ago, and we haven't talked about it yeah. since. And then you just said yes, and then did not expand <laughs> upon it again, so who am I? It it was late when we finished the movie. Plus we watched it. was like it, 11 o'clock. We watched it in complete darkness, which makes me more tired. Mood lighting. <laughs> and I had to think about it, but I did like it. I liked it a lot. And we did talk about it. We talked about it a little bit afterward, because I told you how it reminded me of a book I read when I was a kid. You can't see me, because it's a podcast, but I took my thumb and my index finger and put them, like, maybe a centimeter apart, and that's how much we talked about it. We, Be smart! We did talk about it. No, I did like it. Um, obviously, it was beautiful, because it's a Studio Ghibli film. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something awesome about kind of that, like, retro animation. Like, you've... You come in and watch some of the stuff I'm watching briefly for short periods of time. And it's just so much more detailed, I think, that um, the digital cel-shaded kind of animation is never going to achieve. For so sure. I, I really like watching the older stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the the music and like the um, background kind of orchestration is is. Wonderful. Joe Hisaishi. Saw him at Carnegie Hall last year. My boy. The grandpa I've never had. Um, and and I, I liked the story. What I like about Miyazaki films and Studio Ghibli films is that there's always kind of more to the story. There is no... I mean, there, there are usually good guys bad, and bad guys, but the, it, there's a lot of shades of gray. The, the movie is great. Everyone's sympathetic. In everyone, everyone has a perfectly valid reason for why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Except the Emperor, because fuck him. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Um, and I loved the people that they chose for the English acting because I'm a big fan of a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Like Gillian Anderson, Minnie Driver. Um, they were just like perfect for their roles. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. And it, it wasn't what I expected. And it, it really kind of threw me because it was had similar ideas to a book that I read as a kid about like a girl who could talk to animals kind of like how Princess Mononoke and the other people in the story are able to talk to the animals and able to talk to the animal gods. Mm -hmm. So it's similar to this book. Cool. Yeah. Going back to, like, the areas of Grey, because you want to, like, hate Lady Eboshi, because she's tearing down the forest, but she's taking in the lepers, and she's help she's buying women from the brothels so that they're not prostitutes anymore. And you're just like, meh. And she's, she's doing it in the name of progress, mm -hmm. and she's doing it to try to help her people. So on that hand, she's very sympathetic because you you can see why she thinks that she's so right. But then if you look at her through San and Ashitaka's eyes and you see that she's wrecking this mm -hmm. entire ecosystem, you're like, no, you're doing it the wrong way. Plus, I think it's very interesting to watch this movie in today's day and age with everything going on with climate change and the fact that it freaking hailed today and it's May. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a problem. And people trying to save the rainforest and stuff like that. Like, to to see somebody destroying something in the name of progress and helping their people, you're like, isn't there another better way to do mm -hmm. that? And um, you said something really well. You said, when you look at it through Ashitaka's eyes. And that is kind of the reason for why he goes out. One of the most famous lines from the movie is that Ashitaka goes on this quest to see with eyes unclouded by hate. That's on a lot of shirts and posters and stuff. And that's kind of, he's kind of sent by his village elder to go obviously get the curse off of him, but to kind of go as an objective party and to kind of help the audience take in what is really going on. Because if you, if San was the main character, let's kill Lady Eboshi, put her on a stake. If Eboshi was the main character, I mean, I would still kind of be like, you're coming down all the trees, but... You could be like, greater good, animals versus people, you're a person. So it's um, it's kind of great. It, Ashitaka allows the story to have a reliable narrator, as opposed to a lot of situations with unreliable narrators where stuff kind of gets lost. Um, and Ashitaka is one of the greatest anime names to yell of all time. Ashitaka! Whenever they yell in the movie, I'm like, Ashitaka! Like, it's so good. And one of the best anime animals of all time, Yakul, my boy. Yakul's pretty great. Best Giselle baby ever. Gets shot and keeps, like, limping after him. Ashitaka sets him free. He just lays there next to him, like, ugh, crying. Obsessed. Um, I love the Ashitaka's viewpoint. What, what did you say? The eyes unclouded by hate. hate. I think that's also very telling in the sense that he helps both parties. Like, yeah. Yeah, he falls in love with San. How? I don't know. Well, he does. It's It, it only happens in movies. She's very pretty. She is very pretty. Anyway, but he also helps Lady Eboshi. He helps every single person that he 
kind of comes in contact with. He even helps the the monk guy who ends up kind of betraying him and stuff. The priest, yeah. Um, so he, being unclouded by hate, he's not taking sides. He's just helping people as best he can. He is the Avatar. Um, <laughs> and And it's kind of another comment on the world of like, by not taking sides, by not being clouded by hate, you're able to just help more people and, in a way, make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good movie. Um, and it looks so good. And the spirits in the movie are, like, so incorporated. Like, the little, like... Tree spirits? Crickety guys. Yeah. That go... The little bobblehead men. I saw those. I think they're on Etsy. And I almost bought them for your birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. They glow in the dark, but they they were they get put in planters, and we can't keep plants alive. Nope. That is a big no. <laughs> so maybe in the future. Yeah. But, yeah, they came up on um, when I was mm. online. So this was, like, my maybe fourth time seeing this one. This isn't my most watched Ghibli movie. It's Demeray's favorite, but... Um, I mean, she was Princess Mononoke. Yeah. But um, one thing that I caught in this viewing that I had not caught in previous viewings was the stuff about um, Ashitaka's clan. Don't remember anything about it, but um, he is the last prince of this clan wherever he's from. And that's why everyone's so upset when he has to leave, because the, lo- the lineage is ending. Um, and then he goes out, he's traveling towards Iron Town, and he meets the priest... And the priest goes, I really like your bowl. When they're just eating rice on the side of the road after the thing with the gold um, on the street. And he goes, it's just my bowl. And he goes, no, it looks like the work of this really old clan that doesn't exist anymore. And Ashitaka's like, well, I'm the last one. He doesn't say it. But then that line kind of brings itself through the movie in weird ways. And I just like never batted an eye to it before. And it was just a cool little thing to notice. It is cool. And it makes it feel deeper. Like, it gives well, it, like, it makes the world feel even more alive that the fact that, like, I could watch the movie five times and still notice something about the environment. It was just kind of cool for me. And in that sense, it kind of reminded me a lot of, um, like, Native Americans and tribes and cultures mm-hmm. and how some are still around and some really aren't and how every single group kind of had something that was unique to them um and in a way like I almost feel like he was playing paying homage to to them because Mm -hmm. somebody could have something that was unique to a specific tribe of people yeah and they could be like I thought they died out right they didn't you never know yeah and what I really like about the mentality behind a lot of Native American teachings is they view things seven generations ahead. Mm-hmm. So every decision that they make dealing with the environment, dealing with animals and stuff like that is how is this going to affect people seven generations from now? Personally, I think that that's something that we should all kind of incorporate. Yeah. Um, and in a way I was kind of reminded of that watching this movie with how Ashitaka kind of approaches different things. Right. Like he's not just always thinking about that moment. He's thinking about how, it's going to impact the wider world around him. What a guy. What a guy. He's so cool. And his voice is so good. His voice and he's was very good. He's very handsome. <laughs> he's I. Oh, gosh. He 
the most handsome anime protagonist? No, that would be Howl. Have you ever seen Ichigo Kurosaki? <laughs> No. I'll show you photos. <laughs> He's the man. But um, now, now I'm thinking about Bleach. Like, I don't know where to go from there. Um, Everything always comes back to Bleach for you. Unfortunately. Um, well, you were saying about Native Americans. Um, there's an anime called uh, Golden Kamui. Shout out to Golden Kamui Season 3, October. So excited. Um, that is in the 1910s. In Japan, 1910s, 19-teens, and um, it involves the indigenous people of Japan, the Ainu, and what you were saying about the Native Americans reminded me about that anime where I learned about the Ainu, and it's very similar. Um, oh, Golden Kamui. <laughs> so good. But um, I can see where Miyazaki, being native of Japan, could have pulled from a lot of different things. I mean, every land's got indigenous people, right? Yeah, I think so. Well, besides, like, Antarctica. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah like, the, the Vikings are indigenous people-ish. Yeah. Yeah. They're from Norway. Shout out to Vinland Saga. There's literally an anime about anything. <laughs> give me, give me anything. Throw something at me. I don't, I don't know if I want to play this game. Hundred Years War? Maria the Lost Witch. Bring it. Something else? I'm ready. Hundred Years War. That's a good war. That's a good war. <laughs> and that's where, that's when you quoted that, because... Rachel and I was watching Maria, the Last Witch, or something. Really? Yeah. And I was like, it takes place during the Hundred Years' War. And Michaela goes, that's a good war. It's like, you're going to hell. No. That's because Joan of Arc was a Banff and just, like, friggin' crushed it during that war. And she's awesome. Michaela loves war. You heard it here first on no, the podcast. she should have been... Makoto's persona instead of the female pope. They should have picked Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc? That would have been awesome. Coming up in like full suit of armor and stuff, that would have been great. I'm so proud of you right now. <laughs> I'm so proud. Tears stream down my face. So good. Um, back to Princess Mononoke. Oh, right. You said, oh, right, that one thing we were talking about. Um, you said that you really enjoyed the voice acting. Yes. In your anime experience, how much have you watched in English? Most of it, if not all of it. Right, because you don't like subtitles. I, I don't know why I hate subtitles. Even when I was watching a French film, what, last week? Mm -hmm. I watched... Um, you didn't watch a dub, did you? No. Okay. I watched Portrait of... Uh, Lady Woman, on Fire. Lady on Fire. It was fantastic. It was a great film. No, I watched it in French with English subtitles. I, I hate it. I know there's know a, a really famous quote that's come about recently from the um, director of Parasite. Well, yes. I Let me just say it for the viewers. If um, Americans can get over the three-inch barrier of foreign films, they will be opened up to so many more amazing movies. I understand. <laughs> I just don't... I Because I find I miss what's happening because I'm looking at the subtitles mm -hmm. and even after I've read them I'm still looking at them because I don't want to miss yeah. if they change because I don't want to miss dialogue so it's just something that I am working on you need to train your eye yeah well I struggle with it even in opera because they have subtitles and super titles mm -hmm. in opera and it's I it's same thing happens when you're because I see a lot yeah. of opera when you're reading subtitles since the age of 11 
you kind of like maybe that's why I was so good at marching band. My peripheral my peripheral vision is insane now. Like I can still see my hands maybe. from back here. Yeah. I mean I'm not gonna if there's a foreign film that I really wanna watch, I'm gonna watch it mm-hmm. even with the subtitles, obviously because I watched Portrait of a uh, Lady on Fire. But I don't know, I just no, I that's struggle, okay. I struggle with the subtitles. I was leading up to this question. How would you say the voice acting in this movie ranks? Don't like, you don't have to give it a number, but overall, would you say it's better or worse than the dubs you have heard? Because this movie came out in the night. Um, I don't know when it was dubbed. The movie came out in the 90s. I don't know when it was dubbed. It was dubbed around that time. Yeah, because... Because um, I Googled it. <laughs> a lot of bad dubs came out between the beginning of anime in America and, like, 2010. Bad dubs everywhere. Started getting better around 2006, I'd say. Orin High School Host Club was the first good English dub I've ever heard, really. Um, and, like, Dragon Ball Z and good was stuff like were stuff like... And stuff like that. But for the time period that this movie was out and there were a lot of bad dubs. So I was just wondering how you would say it, the performance was. You said the voice acting was very good, but I was, I'm just wondering if you wanted to elaborate on it. That's tough. Um, cause I think this was around 1999. Cause, um, like I said, I, I Googled it. Um, <laughs> you heard it here first. Well, no, cause so no, I, it's am, okay. I, I am a massive fan of Jillian Anderson mm-hmm. who voices, um, hold on, Moro, Moro, the big wolf, the big wolf. Hell yeah. It's Jillian Anderson. Dope. And I was surprised that it was, she did it in the nineties because she had just kind of burst on the scene in, in X-Files in the early nineties, mm-hmm. like 1992, three, four, something around there. Um, and X-Files is one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, so, it's tough because I'm such a massive fan of her and several of the other actors who do it, but I have to say it's not, but like, the more I think about it, it was good. Mm-hmm. At least I view it as good because I might not have as much experience in that area, but when I compare it to Oren and Full Metal... Mm-hmm. Like, those are better. Because there's just better kind of inflection mm-hmm. with the people. Like, when, um, freaking, oh, what's his name? Describe him. The brother in Full Metal. Al. Full Metal. No, no. Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, Ed? Ed. The main character? I was just thinking of his last name, and I couldn't think of his Elric. last name. Yes! Okay. I, I could think of Elric. <coughs> so... Like, when he goes off the handle, which he does often, yeah, they do a great job with that. Same with the same voice actor acting in Orin High School Host Club. They do a great job with that. And with this one, they they have great parts. Like, you mentioned how they yell Ashitaka's name, and, like, you can... <laughs> yes, that. And um, with Lady Eboshi, like, they do a pretty good job there and stuff, but it could have been a little bit better. Interesting. I think they did a very good job in this movie. Um, it's funny that you really like Tamaki Suo and Edward Elric. No, no, no. I really like Joya. No, but the voice acting performances oh, yeah. of, because that yes. voice actor... is the same one. Yes. Was um, fired from basically all his gigs because of um, accusations of sexual harassment at fan- from fr- fans at anime conventions over the last 15 years. 
That's so disappointing. That is so disappointing. Vic Monongo, yeah. He, uh, he was always a little creepy. And then when all these stories came out, I was like, I could totally believe it. So he kind of like lost all his street cred, you could say. But, um, and he also, his voice was just the same every time. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> but the thing with the good voice actor is like, each character sounds different. Like, for example, well, example for the viewers quickly. Uh, Sasuke Uchiha and Naruto. Simon from Gurren Lagann has the same voice actor, and I could not watch it in English because I was it was just Sasuke, and I was like, can't do it. Watch it in Japanese. So um, I feel like part of that is when you're watching the anime in Japanese, you're not as familiar with the language, so you can't pick up on certain things. So I think it's harder to identify voice actors. Like, oh, that's this person's voice. I've done that maybe six times in my anime career. Which is like the best feeling in the world, but I feel like it's easier in your native language. Yeah, so, for sure. No offense, but see, it doesn't bother me as much because like I'm watching this and I'm like, yeah, Minnie Driver is playing Lady Eboshi. Like mm -hmm. I hear her voice and I'm like, yeah, Jada Pickett Smith is playing. Um, what's her name? Toki. 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 Toki is the best. But like I hear her voice and I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. I know exactly who that is, and that almost makes me buy in more. I don't know why. I feel like it's different across different series of different characters. So you hear an actor you know, and you see them in a different medium, and you hear their voice. And you're like, okay, cool. But if you take, like, a not celebrity, like, just a voice, and you hear it in five or six anime as the same voice, you're like, you get bored. Maybe it's because I watch more live action things and I see people in, in very different... Yeah. And you see them in character instead of just seeing like a facade with a voice coming out that you recognize and you're like, oh, it's this guy. Yeah. yeah. It just, it doesn't bother me as much. Like I've seen Gillian Anderson in X-Files, mm -hmm. in Bleak House, in The Fall. Like I've seen her in a bunch of different things mm -hmm. and I'm, I like, I hear her voice, I see her and I'm like, that's Gillian Anderson. She's great. And that doesn't... That doesn't take away from her performance mm -hmm. in anything else because I'm just watching her. You know words. what we need to watch then? The Cat Returns. Anne Hathaway is in it. And she is the best. She does a phenomenal job as Haru. She's so good. I mean, you said Anne Hathaway, and I'm like, yes. Yeah. Princess of Genovia. Yeah. I'm I'm there. She just like and she it's a crazy movie. And she just has so much fun with it. She's like, whoa, like it's Anne Hathaway is the best. Is there a movie called The Cat? Because The Cat Returns. No. So, it's actually hilarious. So, in an older Ghibli movie called Whisper of the Heart, it's about a girl who um, wants to be a writer, and she meets this boy who wants to be a violin maker, all this stuff. And they meet at a the boy's grandfather's antique shop. What told me about yes, this. Yes. And the girl kind of gets mesmerized by this cat statue in the antique shop. Um, and she starts writing her book about this cat statue. And, like, so The Cat Returns is kind of a spin-off off that, where it takes place in a totally separate time or whatever, but it's the same cat as the main character. And it, it's kind of spiritually supposed to be the girl's book as its own movie. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Is it a black and cat with purplish ears? It is, like, Named an... Gigi? No. It is an orange and, like yellowish cat with crazy green eyes um the cat returns googling it now 
Google, Google. Man, it's it's a it's a silly movie. It's not. It is not like serious like Princess Mononoke. Like, there's not a lot of humor in Princess Mononoke. There is. What? He's wearing an outfit. Oh yeah, he is a count. Um. And suddenly, this is the Aristocats. Oh man, also a movie I need to rewatch. Is that on um Disney Plus? Yeah, potentially. Let me look. So really quick, um, I know this is boring for viewers, but that's the cat in the cat in Whisper of the Heart, and then that's her seeing the cat in the character. Oh, that's kind of cool. So, so he's, yeah, the, so the statue is wearing the suit in like both. Yeah, both so it's kind of like a spinoff. Am I looking up Aristocats? Oh, uh, the Aristocats. Aristocats. Um, but yeah. Oop! I misspelled Aristocats. No, I don't see it. No! Was that not a Disney film? It was, oh my god, it was 100% a Disney movie. Shout out to Aristocats. Which cats dress the finest in Paris? Which cats get to sleep on velvet mats? Now you know the Aristocats. <laughs> they might have not released it because... Is it racist to French people? <laughs> No, sorry, I lied. I was thinking of the song from Lady and the Tramp. The, with the songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cast. Lol. That's funny. Um, but anyway, do you have um, any other comments on the movie? Well, let's say we talked about what you liked and what you thought was interesting. Was there anything you didn't like? You gross mop it up? Anything I didn't like. As we got off on a weird cat tangent. We did get We are back on the train. We should get a cat. Nope. Please. Nope. Um, that's good. Nothing really pops out at me. The freaking what's his name? The king of the forest whole storyline. I feel like, in a way, it was kind of superfluous. Like the, the forest god, the spirit, the like, no, like the deer guy. The deer guy, but, like, the fact that he could walk, like, that he transitioned at night was a little weird. Okay. Like, like transitioned at sunrise and sunset. Mm-hmm. A little weird. I think he could have totally just stayed as one form. I think there's probably some Japanese lore there that we're not getting. Probably. Um... But no, I don't have any... I never really have complaints when it comes to Studio Ghibli because there's just so much. And anything that I might not care for at the time, viewed in different light, I appreciate. Mm -hmm. How I, about you? Anything I didn't like about the movie? No. I mean, it's not my favorite Ghibli movie. I think it's a complete story. I think it's very, very, very similar to Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind. I think it's basically like a rated T version of Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind because, like, the limbs flying off people in Princess Mononoke is insane. Yeah. First time I saw Princess Mononoke, um, wow, throwback, on Cartoon Network, they canceled Toonami for a month, and they had Month of Miyazaki, and they played all these real mo weird movies that I'd never seen before or heard of, and I just wanted to watch Zatch Bell and Naruto. It's like, what's going on? And it was the first time I saw Spirited Away. It was the first time, I don't remember the other movies they played, but it was the first time I saw Princess Mononoke. And I remember still, as a kid, watching um, the first time San goes to Irontown, and... Um, Ashitaka gets shot, 
and she's car- he's carrying her out, and then he collapses, and the wolf runs up to him and starts gnawing on his head and shaking it. Do you remember that? Yeah. I started screaming, because I was like, this, the main character is getting eaten by a wolf. It's like, it's very scary when you're ten. And like, you see the archer, and then suddenly his arms are just gone. Yeah. It is not a children's movie when you're ten, and I was ten. Um, Spirited Away was also crazy when you're 10. I wasn't, a lot of people are scared of Spirited Away at a young age. I wasn't scared, but I was just kind of like, it kind of like, I didn't know that, the, my favorite thing about anime was when I was watching it as a kid, I didn't know cartoons could tell these stories. Because you, you turned on, I don't know, Blue's Clues or whatever, even older, what's an older kid's show? Uh, I can't think of one right now. But you, the episode happens, and it's done in the episode. It's just kind of like a, an episodic one-shot thing. Anime had these stories that continued over mo- multiple episodes that you could come back next week, and you could follow along with what was happening from weeks before. And I was amazed that cartoons could tell such intertwined stories throughout episodes and throughout weeks. Um, and that was something that back in the 90s and early 2000s, American cartoons weren't doing. So seeing this movie like Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke and just like the worlds they were painting and the relationships and interconnected things they were able to display in such a short amount of time, as a kid, I did not see that reflected as often in cartoons and movies for my age. So that's kind of how... Not that like I had such a mature mind. I wanted longer, more mature stories. But it was just really... I was more into that. I wanted those bigger worlds. I wanted those longer payoffs. Um, so that's kind of like what... Why are you looking at me like that? No, it's just funny comparing and contrasting us arriving at a similar kind of goal. Mm-hmm. For you, anime got you there. For me, I had Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, here's the example. You just... Michaela was with me. We watched 98 episodes of Code Lyoko. Okay. God, it was so bad. Code Basically, one episode done. There was an overarching story. It never came to anything. It was awful. In anime, there's always an, like, the buildup went somewhere and there was a purpose for it. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, it's after school, let's put this on for kids for fun and then they'll forget about it. Like, you weren't able to forget what you just watched because the weeks before, like, just keeps you wanting more and, like, expecting certain things. And I think kind of helped me learn to think a different way as a kid because I, was, I wasn't I was just, like, short attention span, that was cute, it's done, bye. There was always a string that wasn't tied and that made you want the next one. And it just kind of built a world in a really cool way. And I'm supposed to be interviewing you, and now I'm talking a lot. So okay. I apologize. No, it's totally fine. This um, is your area. I literally just brought Harry Potter into this, like... This is your area. It's fine. But I felt the same way about... Just to... Yeah, go for it. Quick detour. I felt the same way about the Harry Potter books. Like, that's why I kept going back for more. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember getting my first Harry Potter book. I got it for Christmas when I was in the first grade. Um, But I had been reading it beforehand. I had been borrowing my sister's. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting each Harry Potter book and looking forward to it and trying to find out what happened next and, like, all this stuff and watching the movies and... Yeah. And everything. And it's it's the same way. And it was a very layered world and and had its own 
morals that went with it and mm-hmm. taught you lessons and that's I why feel indoors. like anime and certain anime I'm not just saying like all anime not all anime is for children and that's one thing people have issues with getting into the medium they're like oh it's a cartoon it's for kids Princess Mononoke is not a movie for kids Devilman Crybaby is not a TV show for kids you don't get that reference but the people listening do that show is like all sex all gore all the time lovely but what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I feel like anime and series like Harry Potter and stuff, certain anime, um, respect their demographic more than certain other things. Like, as a kid, Naruto's a kid's show, but it still, like, spoke to you in a way you understood, taught you things in a way you understood, and built things and kept the story going. It wasn't just like, oh, it's a kid's show. We can do whatever we want. It doesn't have to make sense. Every. <laughs> No, I don't it started not making sense at the end, but every show has to end. Um, I just feel like being able to respect your audience and speak to them in a way they get and with a sense of maturity, even if they're younger, is something the Ghibli movies do really well, is something Harry Potter does really well, and a lot of the anime I grew up with do very well. Yeah. yeah. And what I really like, to say one more thing about Harry Potter. What I really like is that Harry Potter grew with its audience. So in the first mm-hmm. book, you're reading it and you never see, you only hear what happens to Coral. You don't actually read what happens specifically. But yet in the fourth book, you've grown to the point where you get to read Cedric dying. Yeah. So Spoilers. it's like, <laughs> yeah, spoiler. Um, and in a way, I feel like some of the Studio Ghibli films are the same way. Like, they have the ones for kids. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Cat Returns. <laughs> Kiki's Delivery Service. Yeah. All the way up to some of the ones that are more for a mature audience, like Princess Mononoke. The Wind Rises. It, it, yeah. They have the films kind of set up on a continuum, so it you are able to grow up with it mm-hmm. and continuously learn. Because even those other films still do have lessons for you. Exactly, yeah. Like, that was one thing I loved about Naruto. I started watching Naruto when I was, like, 12 or 10, and he's 12. And then when I was 16, Naruto was 16. And now Naruto is, like, 30, and I'm 25. I'm like, that's it! I'm him! That was my entire life. Like, it it was amazing, like... And even, like, people from Rurouni Kenshin, like... Yahiko was 10, I was 10. And I was just, like, being able to, like, latch on to certain things and... Being able to go back and reread stories or rewatch stories and relate to different characters along their their journeys because you've learned lessons from past characters. It's just really cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us go. This is anime double play. What how are you liking it? I it's interesting. I'm sorry I've never actually listened to your podcast because I don't actually watch anime. I've never actually listened to the podcast. Once I make the episode, I never re-listen to it because well, I get embarrassed. Mike's never listened to it. Well, but that's because it's like your voice. I guess. I mean, I hear your voice all the time. Ew, gross. <laughs> Earplugs, daily, <laughs> nightly. Yeah, this is kind of cool. Yeah, this is the kind of stuff we talk we about. We definitely got off topic. No, but like that, <laughs> Thomas and I, like, n- yes, uh, when did we, re- we recorded the podcast Saturday. This is Monday. Thomas was talking about how he's learning raps from, like, a rapper because he's bored and he's learning card tricks. And we're just like, it's whatever we want to talk about. We did did good because we stayed on 
the train. Besides the cat thing. The cat thing, I was showing you pictures. The listener can't see those. That was a waste of time. But we came back, and that was good. Yes. Uh, If anybody is interested in the book that I referenced a couple times that reminded me of this, there's an author called Tamora Pierce who writes um, a series of quartets, and it's very cool because they're all based in the same world. And um, the first four are about a girl who goes on to become a knight, and then the next four is about this girl who can, like, talk to animals and stuff. So um, the first, well, you can probably find it if you just look up Tamora Pierce, but the book that I'm referencing is called, if I can find it. Cue Google. Um, it's called Wild Magic. The lead character's name is Dane, and she's pretty cool. Cool. Um, or you can start with the books about the night, but they're quite good. Mm-hmm. I grew up with them. I remember reading them in elementary school, and they're, they're great books. Um, but yeah, that's the book that kept reminding me of Princess Mononoke while we were watching it. Cool. So before we close, I thought it'd be fun to kind of go full circle. I have the list of Ghibli movies up that I have access to. Okay. And I figure we can go through, briefly talk about the ones you've seen, and then I can describe to you the ones you haven't seen, and then at the end you can tell me the next Ghibli movie you want to watch. And they can always tell us too, right? Yeah, they can. What movies they think I should watch. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yes, of course. They can vote. But, um, Help me, senpai. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, so let's go through these quick. <laughs> Castle in the Sky, 1986. Um, I don't love this one. Okay. <laughs> Laputa, um, it's about this, this... The girl falls from the sky. He gets. She gets found by Paku. Really famous image of him catching her falling from the sky. And they um, have to find the flying castle. And they find it. And it's this whole adventure... I watched it. I thought it was okay. I was like, I need to give it a second chance. I watched it again. I also thought it was okay after the second chance. Mike really likes it, and I know a lot of people who really like it. So it could just be me. We can always bump it lower on the list. Disclaimer. The Cat Returns, 2002. I mean, we're watching this. We don't even have to go into it. We're watching it. From Up on Poppy Hill, a movie I really want to rewatch. I watched it once, my sophomore year of college, um, by myself. Over Christmas break, I was like, I'm going to watch every Ghibli movie, and I made a checklist, and I just went through, and I just watched as many as I could. I don't remember the plot that much, but I remember there was this twist at the end that I didn't see coming, and I thought it was crazy weird. So I want to watch it with someone else to, one, remember what happened, and two, to see how someone else reacts to it. But it's a really good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, Grave of the Fireflies, you can watch on your own. I am not watching it with you. Why not? It is super sad. It is one of the top 100 best war films of all time. It's a World War II film about two siblings who get caught up in the bombings. Um, Let's do it. Best movie I never want to see again. Let's do it. You have to watch it with me. If If I'm doing this, you're doing it with me. How's Moving Castle? Classic. Classic. I want to eat your pancreas. Oh my god. I haven't actually seen 2018, not a Ghibli movie. It's about a girl who has... Diabetes? No, like a... I don't know if it's pancreatic cancer. Or... It's not, but she she's dying of a disease. And there's a legend that, like, if you eat someone's pancreas, you'll live forever. So Has it, Joe heard of this? No. But, um... 
It's also really sad because the movie starts with her funeral, so you know she's going to die. So the movie's really sad. Sarah and Demeray saw it in theaters. Demeray cried the whole time. That's all I know about the movie. Um, Kiki's Delivery Service. Yes, we're rewatching that. <laughs> um, Makia, when the Lost Flower blooms, I cried like a bitch for 40 minutes at the end of this. It is really good. It's not a Ghibli movie. It's about a girl who's immortal, and she gets, uh, this kingdom attacks her country because the kingdom, the king wants to be immortal. Very similar to Princess Mononoke. She gets taken out of her village and all this stuff, and she's running away, and she finds this infant who was left to die out on the road, and she adopts him. And it's a mother-son story, and as the son's growing, she's staying the same age. It doesn't get creepy, but it's a, a really beautiful movie about motherhood, and I cried forever at the end, and then I called my mom and told her I loved her. It's a really good movie. It's uh, by the same writer who did Anohana, hmm. which I don't know if that means anything to you. Uh, my Neighbor Totoro. I have not seen that. My least favorite Ghibli movie. But I feel like I have to see it because it's so quintessential Ghibli. It's very... Here's the thing. You know what I thought about Mirai. I don't like screaming children. All this movie is is screaming children. And I find that interesting because Spirited Away, the girl screams a lot. But it's only one and she has a reason to. She doesn't scream a lot. She screams in like the first She's, 20 minutes. She screams a lot. She's getting attacked by a dragon. What would you do? Be like, oh, bummer. I wouldn't keep screaming. She's 10. She's screaming at her parents. She's screaming constantly. Chihiro gets a pass. Um, I feel like I would have had a better connection with Totoro if I watched it when I was younger. It's a children, 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 infant movie. I watched it when I was 15. So I was, I think I was kind of over it already. So with this one, we can do something fun and just get absolutely plastered and watch it. Because then we'll have the mentality. <laughs> that is child. sacrilegious and also perfect. <laughs> um, my Neighbor the Yamadas I've never seen. Ghibli movie. I believe it's a Takahata film. Uh, Discord, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm checking right now. Isao Takahata, I'm the best. Um, haven't seen it, it's on my list. Um, Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind, Mike's favorite Ghibli movie. Sure. Um, it's Princess Mononoke, but different. Sure, I'm down. It's great. Ocean Waves... I don't even know if this is a movie or a short film. It's a Ghibli movie. Never seen it. Um, it's older than us. It's older than us. It is Mike's age. Very, is it a Ghibli movie? Doesn't say his I name. don't think it is. Ah! Google. To Google. Ocean Waves movie. Uh, la, 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 la. I don't think any women directed any Ghibli films. No. Oh, no. It was animated by Studio Ghibli. Okay. So it might have been like a joint thing. Okay. I still have I still have my uh, my cred, my street cred. Your street cred? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, only yesterday I started watching but got bored. I feel like I wasn't in the right mindset to watch it. This is the one that um, Daisy Ridley is in. Oh, yeah. She plays the little girl. It's just about uh, the woman is going back to her hometown, and she's reminiscing about her life on the train as she goes back home. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Pompoko is crazy. 
And um, you will totally understand the Tanuki statue <laughs> in Animal Crossing if you watch this movie. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's That's about goodness. these Tanuki. And Tanuki in um, a Tanuki is a raccoon dog. Yes. And in Japan, they're known to have magical powers. They're tricksters. So they can transform. They can play pranks on you. And it's about them retaking their retaking back their forest because it's getting chopped down to become a cul-de-sac. So they play pranks on the construction workers and stuff, and they try to kick them out. So it is the animated movie Over the Hedge. But it doesn't end as well. Oh, no! <laughs> I don't know about that one. It's still really good. Um, Demery grew up watching this movie, and she can, like, sing all the songs. Like, she loves Pompoko. Um, Ponyo. Have you seen Ponyo? I have not seen Ponyo. I basically just watched Ponyo. I have seen parts of Ponyo. Okay. I watched Lou Over the Wall today, which was basically Ponyo. Um, fun kids movie on the kids movie side. It's got, uh, Miley Cyrus' sister in it. Yes, definitely fun. There's this weird scene. I watched it the first time in high school with my sister. There's this weird scene where for, like, two minutes they describe what breastfeeding is. (laughs) We're gonna skip that part. What? It's like, maybe it's like 45 seconds, but like when I was 16, I was like, excuse me? Um, the town floods and Ponyo and I love the kid. I think his name's Shota. I want that boy to be my son. Like I want to birth that kid and have him be mine. He is the best little boy. He is so well-mannered and so well-behaved and I want my son to be like that if I have one. Um, they're trying to go around and save the village and like find his mom and like figure out why everything's flooded so they have all this food and they're giving it out to the people stranded on the boats because it's all flooded he goes does your baby want some food and the mom's like no my baby can't eat that food but i can eat that food and give it to my baby because he sucks on my tit and it was like she like goes through the whole thing so she's like i will drink the soup on behalf of my baby and sarah and i were like what the hell's going on oh my goodness porco rosso um pig flies fighter pilot Air battles. Very fun. I I watched this. I liked it. I remember nothing. That's all I've got. Prince of Monoka, you've seen. Promare. We did that. We did that. Promare, not a Ghibli movie, but you wouldn't like it. So I'm just not going to talk about it. Sounds good. The Red Turtle, nominated for the Oscar in 2016. Haven't seen it. Didn't win, but haven't seen it. Saint Young Men is not a Ghibli movie. It is about... Jesus and the Buddha being roommates in Tokyo. What? It is hilarious. I didn't watch the movie. I read a decent amount of the manga in college and, like, died laughing. It's really funny. It's very respectful to each faith, too, which I enjoy, but holy shit, laugh out loud. Did you send that to our religion professor? No. Kelly would probably go freaking crazy. I wanted him to like me. Um... I mean, we've been graduated for a while. You should send it to him. Maybe. Uh, Secret World of Arietti. Um, based off the book The Borrowers, which is an old children's book. My mother read the book as a child, so we went to see the movie together. Oh, that's cool. She cried the whole time. The boy, the main, the, the main boy in it has heart disease. <laughs> oh, my God. But he doesn't die at the end. You don't find out. Spoiler. Um, nah, it's about this little, this girl who's like this big. Thumbelina. Basically, it's about Thumbelina and, like, trying... She gets found out and forms a friendship with this boy and stuff happens. You've seen Spirited Away. Yes. A+. plus. The Tale of Princess Kaguya Ghibli film, also Isao Takahata. He passed away two years ago, um, just from old age, but famous director. It was very sad. 
I saw this last uh, in December in theaters. Beautiful. It's all um, animated like an ink painting. Oh, it's that's cool. gorgeous. It is also very sad. And we didn't go in, ex- I'm telling you, because we didn't go in expecting it to be sad. We were like, yeah. And then, like, Mike Tominelli calls it the big sad. It okay. was the big sad. It gets sad at the end, that's but funny. it's good. Um, Tales of Earthsea, I watched. It's directed by Hayao Miyazaki's son. Oh, that's cool. It's the only movie he's ever directed, and there's a reason for that. Oh, no. It is not recommended. Okay. When Marnie was there, 2014, one of the ones I haven't watched. I really want to see it. It was also nominated for the Oscar, I believe, and of course, did not win, because it's an anime, and they don't do that anymore. Let's do that. Um, Whisper of the Heart, I explained. Novelist, violin player. Yes. You've told me about this. There's show. the cat. Oh my god. In the movie poster. The Wind Rises, I really, really, really want to rewatch. That's it. Adult film, but not um, not gory or like sexual or anything. It's just not for kids. It is about the engineer in Japan who designed a specific fighter pilot fighter plane for the Japanese during World War II. And it's um, semi-autobiographical about his life. That's kind of cool. Um, and it's it's not exciting. Not a lot happens. You're just following this guy. But it's really beautiful. And it's really, like, emotional and provocative. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays him in the English. Hell yeah. And he's a little monotone. I didn't love his performance, but I thought it fit the character. Um, I also saw that with my mom in theaters. We were the only two people in the entire theater. This will be really interesting because I read the story about the American pilots stationed in um, China during mm. World War II. The uh, oh, they were called like the Tiger, the the Flying Tigers. So that'll be interesting to kind of get both sides. I used to know everything about this movie because um, it was Miyazaki's last film before he retired. He has since come out of retirement, but because um, the world needs him, Studio Ghibli is um, called that because it's based off a kind of... um, Ghibli is a kind of Italian airplane. And Miyazaki has always loved airplane and flight, and you can really see that throughout his animation. And he's always, like, gone back to this book, the the biography of this guy, which is in French. And um, something comes out in the poem, like, at the beginning, and the last line is blah, 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 and the wind rises, which is the name of the film. So this is, like, his passion project, like... Final goodbye to film. Knowing that made the movie even more beautiful. Um, he has since come out of retirement, so it's not his last film. But um, it was really powerful just to have that background. And if cool. we decide to watch it, we can talk about it. Yeah. And we're almost done. Um, Wolf Children. Happy Mother's Day. Mother's Day was yesterday. Great film by the director of Mirai. Mamoru oh Hosoda. No. No. Um, I love Mamoru Hosoda. He did... Girl, I Look Through Time, which is great. He did Summer Wars, which is great. He did Wolf Children, which is great. He did The Boy and the Beast, which was very good. And he did Mirai, which was good. Uh, it's about this woman who um, marries a werewolf. The father passes away, and she has to raise her wolf children. It's beautiful. Another, like, parenthood story. It's great. Hmm. And you've seen your name. I have seen your name. Your name is very similar to... Couple movies I've seen. I knew that was gonna happen. Well, it's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, don't apologize. The Lake House with Sandra Bullock is very similar. Sandra Bullock and uh, Keanu Reeves. Also, somewhere in time with Jane Seymour and um, Superman. 
The OG Superman. The guy who got Reeve? paralyzed. Yeah. Christopher Reeve. Look at me naming real actors. Flips table. <laughs> it's very similar, though. Um, so out of those movies, mm-hmm. what are, like, the three that stuck out to you that you would want to watch? Um... Um, or I if mean, you hated all of them. No, I don't hate all of them, Mary. <laughs> um, you sold The Wind Rides as super hard. I'm t- totally down for I that. have the poster upstairs, too. <laughs> of course you do. Um, I really feel like I need to see My Neighbor Totoro. We can get hammered and watch it. It'll be fine. Can I watch it with earplugs? No. <laughs> um, you also sold The Cat Returns pretty hard, mm-hmm. but also from Up on Poppy Hill. And, you know, sometimes you just want to cry. Great, Grave of the Fireflies. Grave of the Fireflies is a, no, it is a fantastic film. I just don't, don't want to watch it. You're, if I'm watching it, you're watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm down for basically whatever okay. you want to watch. Uh, or whatever they we say. We could just curveball and do, like, I want to eat your pancreas. That's not a Ghibli film. What about the Yamadas? I haven't seen that one. No, I, I'm just joking. Like, if we want to watch something that neither of us has seen, our options are one, two, three, four, five. You know you want to watch Saint Young Man. No. You want to watch Jesus and the Buddha. Five. So. I mean, and I want to see ones that you've seen as well. Yeah. I, I want to see as many Studio Ghibli movies as I can because... I feel like it will only be beneficial for me. They can always tell us in the Discord. Yeah, um, whenever we post this. Whenever we post this. I'll try to get it posted soon since we'll definitely still be in quarantine and we'll need stuff to do. Yeah, and people could tell me what the hell I should be doing with my life. (laughs) So, um, well, I really appreciate you coming on the pod. Glad I can um, fulfill a dream of yours. I really thought you were going to stop after I really appreciate you. And I was going to be like, aww. Oh, I mean, I do anyway. I just figured a qualifying statement was necessary on this uh, medium. This was fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is fun. Now you know why I do it every week. Yeah. It's kind of fun. It's a little silly with Thomas. And I haven't been loving the anime we've been watching this season. There's this one listeners. I literally put it on and not pay attention. And I can say that because Thomas isn't going to listen to this. And then the segment where we talk about him, it is just basically him describing the episode to me because I did not actually watch it. I'm like, yeah, I saw it. Like, there was this guy. And he was like, yeah. And that's all I remember. So then he just has to tell it to me. So it's not great. So. Oh, Thomas. Down to, I've been watching a ton of anime movies, which is fun. So down to watch some more whenever. Yeah, for sure. Cool. And thank you guys for l- listening. After you listen to this, please um, let me know, Ghibli or otherwise, if there's a movie, Michaela, an anime movie Michaela really needs to see. It doesn't even have to be... On the list we went through, we could go through some Satoshi Kon films. I know Thomas is watching Perfect Blue with his friends tonight. LOL, good luck, people. That's a hard movie. Hardcore. Um, But yeah, I really appreciate you all. Per always, checking us out, listening, saying hi, and we will see you on the other side. Have a good week and talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.